Do you think Bernie Sanders and his wife still get down? Oh, yeah. yeah a Bernie was... Sanders goes down. Oh, yeah. Probably that all day. Like, <laughs> yeah. champ, man. He looks like his hair, he was just getting held by the hair. After yeah. his <laughs> He's like, all right, I have to go give a speech on the economics. You're going to come twice before I come once. <laughs> That's a rule. That's a Bernie guarantee. For every woman in this household. <laughs> it's just him running a sex cult. <laughs> yeah. I have first towels for after you squirt. You can take them home with you. They're warm. I keep them warm, and the warmer, it's a nice sensation. If you notice the scent, it is lavender. It is non-invasive. It is good for the environment. There are ways to do these things without taking out of innocent people's pockets. Without hurting our planet. Hey, Hezbos, welcome to Hesby Street. You have to come see us live. Zach and I will be together at the San Francisco Punchline May 2nd. I will be in Philadelphia April 16th, New York City April 17th, Washington, D.C. April 19th, Minnesota, the 5th and 6th, a bunch of other places. Please, for the love of God, come. Sunnyvale, I already got some Hezbo attention. Coming to Rooster Tea Feathers. What days is that? I'll see you there, Lily and Zach. Spelled like me. Hell yeah. A little CK action? <clears throat> yeah, the real way. All the tour dates are at um, hesbystreetpod.com. If you don't see a city, but you're in it, tell us. Yeah. Sign up for our email list or send us an email, hesbystreetpod at gmail.com, or message us on the socials. Follow us there. Yeah. Like and review the podcast. And then... An extra episode on Patreon every Friday. Patreon.com slash Hesby Street. I feel like that's it. Yeah, subscribe to YouTube. Rate and review the podcast. Don't like and review. Liking the podcast really does very little for us. You got to rate it. Five stars. Five stars. Out of five, I think. Five it. High five. Check out this song that I wrote. What? Yeah, I decided maybe you've been doing all this music. I thought I'd take a little spin at it. Okay. Is that okay? Or is that stepping on your... I mean, let's see if you can do it. Okay. It's uh, an original. All right. I have. It's not going to be... Tori Van Grohl, I'm saving for comedy. I'm going to go by Vito J for music. So this, <laughs> is, a, this is a Vito J uh, original. Okay, let's hear it. Yeah. You son of a bitch. That's my song. <laughs> no, I changed it. No, There's like a little kind of reverb at the end I, I did. It's different. Yeah, it does fade a little bit. You're doing yeah, the yeah. Vanilla Ice. Have you yeah. seen that classic? Dun, 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 dun. It's a different beat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what's up, dude? You want to get into uh, your past, your future? <clears throat> you want to live in the moment? What, where do you want to start this week? Yeah, what are the cards saying? You sound like a tarot reader. That's yeah, why I'm asking. Right. You. What do you want to get into, bro? What do you want to get into? You're like the fucking surfer. We want to figure out. I'll do your tarot cards right now. Death card. I'm like, that's but that's a- fine. That's actually good. <laughs> why? Because you have to have death for a new beginning, and spring has sprung. But I don't want to die. Oh, yeah, you will die. <laughs> you have to. <laughs> you will die. But it'll be good for other people in your life. Can I? Can I just ask if if I'll use your death for my own personal gain? I but just need ahead. to know if, uh-huh. if you're just getting this from the cards or if you've recently seen the movie Knock at the Cabin. I have seen Knock at the Cabin. So you don't think it has anything to do with maybe the plot line from that kind of like bleeding into your tarot reading no. profession? Okay. <laughs> I think it's different. Okay. Good movie though, huh? Yeah, I haven't seen it. Oh, 
You got, well, I won't kill you till after you see it. Okay. <laughs> Wait, I mean, you won't die till after you see it. I see. You're going to kill me. I don't know anymore, man. Yeah. It's so hard to keep track of like my to-do lists. In the improv scene or just in actual <laughs> life? Both. I'm sinking in actual life. <laughs> Why? Ne- What's wrong? I've needed a haircut since December. I love when your hair gets long. It's my favorite version of Zach. I, uh... Remember when you had that kind of like during COVID, you had that like kind of nuclear mushroom explosion hair? Yeah, broccoli hair. That was hair. my favorite. Broccoli head, yeah, that's my favorite. I have I have needed to buy shoes. There's a photo of you with the broccoli haircut that sometimes people use as a headshot for shows. Yes, and it's my favorite. <laughs> my headshot in my driveway. Yeah, <laughs> professionally shot by my wife. <laughs> I I've needed shoes for months. Oh, sorry with your shoes. I, I, sh- I'm looking at your shoes right now. They're great. They have holes in them. <laughs> Those have holes in them? Yeah, in the top. Oh, that's no big deal. That's a huger deal than you think. <laughs> because get this, people see the top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're not stepping on anything. It's no. just like a kind of flip-flop. Sort of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, we get you some new shoes. I got to get new shoes, yeah. Me too. Taxes. I don't even know what You haven't done your taxes? There. No. That's coming up, I think. It's I April. Have 13 W-2s. Don't you... um 13. That's more than one a month. <laughs> but don't you have a tax guy? It's a woman. Yeah, but they go by tax guy, I think, as their profession. Like, like on their taxes. Right. They write tax guy. Tax guy. Tax guy. Big tax guy. Yeah, no. Just got to do a bunch of like adult shit. It's fucking hard. And then my dreams, which I still haven't given up on, despite <laughs> everything my life coach has told me. No, man, your dreams are going great. My life coach is like, pivot. Have you pivoted <laughs> every day? Pivot. To what? What are you going to pivot to? I think just like full-time like live streamer. No, you don't have. Oh, I, I strap the streamer. GoPro to my chest. I go to the gas station, <laughs> get some food. And I'm like, what's that guy's problem? I bet if you did that and you edited it down to your best 10 minutes a day, yeah. it'd be fire. You think? Yeah, because I've hung out with you. There's always 10 minutes of fire. But it's such... There's a lot of fat that needs to be cut. It's so much fat. <laughs> it's yeah. so much to edit. <laughs> I feel like once we get a full-time editor, this podcast will be so much better. Yeah. Because then we can focus on the funny. Right. But, but until then... I'm so hands-on. 90% of what we're doing is editing. I know. I'm so hands-on. That's the thing. I'm a little bit of a control freak, I think. I was getting irked. I don't know if you could tell by when we shot our sketch over the weekend, which I think is going to turn out great. I, I could tell you were getting... I meant to... I want to talk to you about that, but not on the podcast. Should we go Patreon? Yeah, we'll do that on Patreon. Okay. that's per, We get personal on Patreon. Yeah. I saw a show that made me think of you. What show? Seeking Brother Husband. <laughs> Hear me out. Okay. Hear me out. So this show is about women who are married who want to be married to someone else also. So they want they want to do Paul they want to do like the the Mormon thing but from yeah, a women's way. perspective. And it has its own term. Like so sister wives brother husband. Yeah, but like there's like a you know like a polyamory. I think it's a different word re- regarding like husband. Devil's threesome. Yeah, kind of. There's one woman in LA okay. who I feel so I feel so bad for her husband. Because mm, he doesn't want this. He does not want this. And it's just her coming home and he's like, how was your date? And she's like, you know. The guy really wanted to have sex. He was, just wouldn't talk about, stop talking about sex. It's like, I think he wants like a friends with benefits type of situation. And then he goes, yeah. And she goes, which is 
fine. And he goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what we agreed on? <laughs> I thought you wanted like a connection. A husband yeah. that like fulfills. Someone I can golf with. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and she's like, well. And then she goes, we do have a two bedroom. So I'm thinking the other bedroom. And he goes like, I thought we agreed. No one was coming back here. And then she goes, well, I mean, you're going out of town for a bouncer party. Not anymore, I'm not. <laughs> I mean, dude, <laughs> it is brutal. But so there's enough. Th- this that, is just one family. And they live in L.A. And I swear to God, I've met the wife before. I don't know where we know her from. I feel like we know her. Okay, yeah. I can't wait to see her. Maybe you like dated her once and she was like <laughs> seeking be. a brother uh-huh. husband and you had no idea. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> but anyway I think I'd be a great brother husband. That's the thing. Yeah. So there's a couple in Atlanta. Uh, I think they're in Atlanta, uh, maybe Texas, and they are, uh, they all live in the house together. Three of them. Three of them. The woman, but it's not a thruple. It's, it's different. Not. It's different. They don't do stuff like, like they'll go out and like, I guess like. They don't lunch. hang out together. The husbands are friends. Um, and they're both like, their cups seem full-ish yeah. Yeah, as right, far right. as like attention wise. But one of them shares the master bedroom with the the wife and one has his own has one a man has, cave one has his own room <laughs> and he is all about it <laughs> like, that is yeah. the guy goes i'm an introvert dude like i don't want to be all up like in the bedroom he she goes, comes in for a couple hours yes. she goes to her own bed and i get my video games down here i'm like torio <laughs> i have found your perfect scenario he's like they're kind of doing all the sex stuff i'm more mm-hmm. of the like keep it down but like Obviously, have fun. I just am like trying to be. I'm gonna turn my fan on high. Just don't get louder than that fan. You know what I mean? The way he just goes, I'm an introvert, dude. Like, I want to be on another floor. (laughs) That's me, man. And they were like shopping for a new house, dude. I would love like what what is an in law unit called? Like, uh, yeah, there's another name for it. That's what I want. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They have uh, the house that they were looking at. It was a three stories. Like, now they're kind of loud. Are we gonna? And then she goes. So you're on the on the first floor. There's a second floor that's just like the dining room, kitchen, living room, and then they're on the third. And he's like, "Guys, I love this." House. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly think, and I'm not being funny. Uh-huh. I think you could thrive. I think I if could too. You weren't judged. You know what I mean? Like, I think your family might be like, "I don't care." You oh, wouldn't my care. Family, yeah, yeah, I would care. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Your family would would have concerns, but it's such a leap it's funny that they're both in the same category because you have this husband that is like basically my wife just wants to be able to cheat on me all the time that's what it feels like well i feel like it would work for me if that was like home and then i could go on the road meet someone yeah maybe end up with that person i'm sure it's open you know i'm sure it's open and and you could bring them back home they that's where it gets weird where the wives are kind of like i feel like you're not being a part of this like are you straying from the game plan here kind of yeah i'm doing my own life totally because they, that's what this arrangement that's is, what it is. Yeah. it's like you can't be one-sided yeah. and i haven't seen sister wives so i don't want to sound like biased and i don't want to see sister wives i would love to see brother husbands, brother husbands <laughs> let me tell you <laughs> quite the phenomenon i think i think it'd work out for you yeah. because you would just be like Ooh, bread. You know, you go into the kitchen, Ooh. you're like, this loaf looks bomb. <laughs> you cook Thanks, it? bro. Oh. Co- <laughs> <laughs> Found it. I get back in there, you guys. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the kitchen over for a second. <laughs> I think I think you would thrive I think I as like the introverted brother. Yeah, husband. maybe I'll try that. And she's looking. Is there an app for that? She's looking for a Is third. Is there a Broho app? Broho app, maybe. The LA one? 
No, not the L. Well, the LA one's looking for her second. Like her first brother husband. Got it, got it, got it. Uh, the other woman has two. Tell her to hit me up, dude. She might. But she's looking for an adventurous type. Mm. Her husband's like an engineer dork. That just means she wants someone to like spit in her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. She was It's like, not hiking. When they say adventurous <laughs> type, <laughs> it's not rock climbing. You're talking about the whoops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right I'll, I'll whip your feet or whatever let's just can we just like get straight to it because i don't want to spend years searching for what because mike means. has like he has some quiche that's left over in the fridge and i really want to get to that <laughs> big mike guy i can see you hanging with like mike the husband that's not about and you're like here right <laughs> dude i'm with you what is her deal oh my leash is still on my bad, <laughs> my bad dude. i'm allowed in the house for a little bit right <laughs> Just gonna wash up. <laughs> yeah, so Seeking Brother Husband might be my new favorite show. Dude, I was at I went to the um the Hollywood improv open mic. Uh-huh. People are always like, gotta get in at every club. Yeah. So I went. Big mistake. Why? So it's a three minute set. Yeah. You know? This guy goes up there, and for three minutes, his entire three minutes, he just jacks off the air. Just different. No intro or like, does he mouth is closed? Set up the bit? mouth is closed the whole time. Never says a word. He's oh, like a um, he's like a musical conductor. He's acting that out. Like he's wearing the like cummerbund and the. Like, I think he do- was wearing something weird, but he's like, but that's the he's like jacking off as though he's jacking off dicks as though he's telling musicians how to jack off, jack off. Which is funny because that means he practiced this. Yeah, of course he practiced it. At the end of the three minutes, cum comes out of his mouth. Obviously, fake cum, I'm assuming. Oh, my God. Standing ovation. Torio. I don't... I thought AI was going to be the thing that ruined comedy for me. Yeah. It was this man having jacking off the air for three whole minutes, and then cum comes out of his mouth. Well, I've sat through uh, some terrible shows every week, and it has made me... You can laugh. You can laugh at the absurdity of it. That's fine. Yeah, I was. I had moments of like laughing at like what the fuck's happening. Yeah, right, right, right. But to applaud him off the stage. Yeah. Oh man, it broke my soul, dude. That's tough. And also, when he does a set longer than three minutes, like most comedy sets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where does that bit go in his act? Can't be the whole thing. It's just him drooling a little bit. He's like, <laughs> so dating's kind of weird. <laughs> So you'd have to do it first, so then you right. spit the come out. That was the best part. You would have was to start your after set with the that. after his set. Yeah, he was just like Clorox wiping all this fake cum off the stage while the host is kind of like just picking out the next name. That's gross. I'm like none of this was worth it. That's gross. but apparently it was because you got the Hollywood Improv Booker to applaud your air jacking. It's just hurts. It hurts when you do comp. Like I take. I know you're fine with like. Out most there, things out there stuff i'm one <laughs> most of those things yeah mo- i'm one of those people where like it makes me think of like how hard i've worked and how much time we've yeah. all put it not just me like yeah people i respect everyone to your left and right yeah. yeah your peers you're you're a complainer i'm a complainer and that's just how it is that is how it is i've had to come i've i found a lot of peace in accepting that yes yes um, but I think i'm fair too yeah i'm a, i'm a glass half full guy yeah you are a glasses 
a little more than half empty if we're being honest. I would honest. say this glass is going to be the end of our existence. <laughs> you would say this glass is shaped dumb? <laughs> it's going to fall off the table at it's, some point. Yeah, it's, it looks used. Uh-huh. I don't even know if I'm happy that it doesn't fall off the How long has that water been in there? Yeah. Because it collects dust. Right. And then tap water, what's leaching into our pipes? I mean, with all, this rain, issues with, the glass. with all this rain, you're getting weird kind of, you're getting too many minerals, probably, or not up. enough. It's yeah. not the correct amount, though. No. I know that for no. sure. No. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I felt like I needed to tell you that because it's just been weighing on me. I'm sorry you had to go through that, man. Thanks, I, man. I, I have, appreciate that. I've quite literally been there. I was sitting the next to... Uh, pulling my hair out, going, what are we, what are we getting out of this? Uh-huh. I was sitting next to two friends. None of us went up. Yeah, that's another hard part. Yeah. It's purely luck of the draw. Yeah. Or unluck of the draw. <laughs> yeah. It um when I used to go all the time, when I used to go every mm-hmm. week, it was a lot of inside jokes. And that is annoying because it's totally. like Well, because you're performing for only comedians. Yes. But it's like well, I don't You're performing for only these those people, that, people are that are trying to be comedians. Yes. But not an audience. Some member. are. Some are. Some are audience members? Some are yeah, sometimes they have audience members. No. Some Absolutely. And sometimes they have real comedians. Not in my experience. Okay. Well, you've gone how many times? Three. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think the audience members are generally like friends of someone that's about to go try to go up for the first time or yeah, it, um... improv class buddies. Oh, man. It's tough. It is tough. The things that we go through. And then someone have the audacity to be like, how do you get in all this? And you're like, you have to go to the gates of hell. <laughs> well, that's how you get in. You climb your way in yeah, through the sewer of the castle. Any successful comedian, if they would do this again, and it's like, no, I wouldn't start over. Starting over is brutal. Thank God you couldn't. Thank that's God actually, that's not possible. I think that is a perfect uh, 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 gates of hell. No, uh, <laughs> it's it's like climbing into like you get to be the king of a of a medieval castle, but mm-hmm. you have to climb in through that like long, steep shit sewer. Mm-hmm. Fucking, it's like Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. yeah, you get out of prison, but you got to walk through literal shit. Yeah. And also, like, get lucky that no one catches you. Because mm-hmm. something's going to catch you. Yeah. You're going to get me too. Depression, <laughs> me too. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh. Anyways. It's tough. But you got to stay fired up. You got to stay motivated. I've been taking testosterone. You have been taking more tea? Like, it's a, it's a herbal kind. Oh, so it's not real. Well, it might be real. So it's just like ground up spinach. No, nah, it's like horn, horny goat weed. Oh, horny goat weed. <laughs> yeah. I'm Have like, you actually been taking that? Yeah. It, it's like in there. It's it, in there. It's, there's like a list of ingredients. Cool. But I was taking it just so I like don't cry or like, I just, I just want to like be brave enough to work out consecutively. Totally. You know, just get a little like fired up. Mm-hmm. But they always just talk about like fucking. Like the directions on it are like, oh right, take like one hour yeah. before. It's like, how do I get the, all this tea without getting a boner? Or like, can we not like the bring boner? Attention? I'm fine with. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I can do that. If anything, I need to slow that thing it's down. It's the working out that I need help with. <laughs> yeah, no, I need. I just need the workout stuff, but it just says like take an hour before like you get freaky deaky, you mm-hmm. know. And I'm like, don't. Just say before physical activity. Yeah, we can read, but make it subtler. Because there are other things that do sex stuff that they're not... Like ketamine is a form of therapy now for like disassociating and processing your pain. But it's a muscle relaxant. So it's popular in the gay community. But there's no like therapist that's like take an hour before butt stuff. Before you just get fucking (laughs) destroyed. Yeah. 
pineapples aren't like take like take take these like an hour before you mm-hmm. see what that mouth do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Just they need to grow up. The testosterone people. They I do. see the commercials for like Nugenics, which that's a tough name. It's dangerously close to so eugenics. eugenics is right there. What are you doing? It's, it's it feels like they're dog whistling. Mm-hmm. But Frank Thomas is like the spokesperson, mm-hmm. big black baseball player, retired baseball player, and they they're always talking about nothing about him looks natural. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing. But uh, they talk about, you know, like, do it. Oh, man, it keeps my stamina. And I then can there's play that golf. tag at the end. They're always like, and your lady will like it, it too. And, and she's like, winks at Doug Flutie. <laughs> <laughs> that would be like a jarring experience yeah. meeting your hero. And they're like, hey, man, if you want to fuck like the best you've ever fucked, mm-hmm. you should take this stuff. No, but how do I uh, like just get in shape? Don't worry about that, man. Yeah. I'm like, no, Noam Chomsky. <laughs> Didn't think this conversation would go there. I'm not going to lie. Bernie Sanders just like, you're going to be fucking like you've never fucked before. All night long. <laughs> sure, you're, you're going to have a long day of golf and you're going to feel great at the end of the day. But more importantly, you, you will be murdering that pussy. <laughs> you will be absolutely devastating that pussy. Mm-hmm. Have you ever? Don't lie to me now. Wanted to smash the pay. <laughs> Your sex life right now, it, it is a mom and pop shop in Palestine, Ohio. <laughs> it doesn't stand a chance. It has no protection, no oversight. No people are committed to furthering your shop. <laughs> now, after one t- dosage of this, you will feel like big banks right after a financial collapse. You will be rejuvenated <laughs> unnecessarily, artificially. <laughs> Dude, I will take whatever testosterone product Bernie Sanders was. <laughs> oh, man. Do you think Bernie Sanders and his wife still get down? Oh, yeah. yeah uh, Bernie Sanders goes down. Oh, yeah. Probably that guy all day. eats pussy like <laughs> yeah. a champ, man. He looks like his hair, he was just getting held by the hair. After yeah. his <laughs> He's like, all right, I have to go give a speech on uh, economics. You're going to come twice before I come once. <laughs> That's a rule. That's a Bernie guarantee. For every woman in this household. <laughs> it's just him running a sex cult. <laughs> yeah. I have fresh towels for after you squirt. You can take them home with you. They're warm. I keep them warm, and the warmer, it's a nice sensation. If you notice the scent, it is lavender. It is non-invasive. It is good for the environment. There are ways to do these things without taking out of innocent people's pockets. Without hurting our planet. (laughs) Sex cult burning, man. I need it. I need it. Um, I've had people lately, and this is going to sound ungrateful and fucked up, well, first off, I, before I forget, I want to say this. Um, my mom brought it to my attention that we never shouted out Sam's for having us for that comedy show and taking such great care of us. Oh, hell yeah. Love Sam's, Sam's and Tiburon. Anchor, Sam's Anchor Cafe in Tiburon. Fantastic food. Does she listen to the pod? Uh, I think people that she know listen to it said, like, where's the Sam's shout out? Oh, She's damn. like, oh, I'm getting, I'm calling, I'm just going straight to the top. Hell yeah. Go to Sam's for all your uh, dining needs in Tiburon, California. Oh, dude, a weekend brunch date. Mm. Fucking. They uh, had a, what was that, like, breakfast thing I had with, like, crab cakes Crab or cake Benedict. Yeah, that, that was, was phenomenal. And they have heated benches on that dock. 
Yeah, they take care of your They're pot. really good. Uh, the owners, the <laughs> chefs, they all do a great job. Go to Sam's Anchor Cafe in Tiburon. Tell them Hesby Street sent you. Yeah, you get free, I think. I think you can pick out any crab cake Benedict you want. Uh-huh. And you and, get to walk and out. And five f- free drinks. That's right. Per person. Yep. If you Only say Hesby Street. Has, say Hesby Street, and then there's one last thing you got to do when they're not looking, run away. You don't even have to run that fast. No, it's a quaint, it's a small town. Yeah. You'll be at your car in a second. Yeah, you just kind of <laughs> a brisk walk. It's better if you walk. Uh-huh. Because if you're... But ru- leave a tip. Tip them. Yeah, everything's free except the tip, Because <laughs> you're man. not paying for anything you're else. You're not paying. You got to tip 30% of what you think it may have been. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you got a good look at the menu. Um... Oh, but another thing I was going to say that's that's kind of bothering me these days, and I think I'm just becoming an old curmudgeon, mm-hmm. or maybe we've been doing stand-up comedy for too long. Mm-hmm. Yes, good. <laughs> the darkness grows yes. in him. Uh, he, the, these people that... These people? You see these people? <laughs> they, they come to our show as a favor to us. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking okay, it's about. Like, it's like friends from childhood or maybe friends just from... We talked about this last time with Angina. Good old Angina. Totally. Who I Where love. It's like, yes. You got it. They think they're doing you a solid... They Not, think you're leaving the show every day going, I mean, it was fun. It was sold out, but I, just, I don't know. I thought Angina would have been a one of these. <laughs> like, yeah. You, we only want either fans, like fans of stand-up comedy that are looking for someone new. Yeah. Uh, or just like curious as to what's out there, or Hesbos. Honestly, yeah. people, if you're listening to this podcast, you are who we want at the show. Yep. If you're ever at a show and you see us talking to like family or friends, and you're like, I don't want to bother. Interrupt them. You're the one we want to yes. talk to. They have had enough of us, and we have had enough of them. And now they feel, and, and to their credit, they they did help us. They've helped us along the way. They came when no one came. They came when no one came. Yeah, so I, we do owe them that. Sure. However. But they, they weren't coming going, he better have a nice chat with me after the show 10 years from now. No, they're, they'll be fine exactly. with it. Exactly. It doesn't, it doesn't take we, from I them. had my San Diego show and some people, same kind of vibe. Not family. Right. But like I, my immediate family is very good about giving me space. Yeah. But... Uh, I had some friends, and one buddy hit me. I was like, hey, I'm sorry if I talked to you too much. I didn't realize that. Like, I, He gave me my first set ever in Fresno. Wow. He came to the show, and he was like, I, I was like thinking about it, and I was like, I, I should have known better. I was a comic. like I was talking to you too much. They were like, and he was right. There were like some fans that were kind of like waiting. Yeah, but it's also like, that was fun. I hadn't seen him in so long. It was totally. cool to catch up with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, there's... um. I don't know where you're going 100% with the point, if there's more to it. But well, yeah, there's it's just like people. Okay. There's people. Because it that, does seem like people are probably listening and they're like, well, now I don't know what to come talk to us. It's fine. If you're listening to this podcast, you're guest numero uno. Yeah. That's exactly. what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. And, and it, it's the people that are like, hey, man, it's been forever. I want to tell you about my cousin had a kid. Dude, <laughs> and I should, we got to go to your show. It, it's almost like because we don't make very much money. Mm hmm. And we're spending so much time trying to get our stand-up to mm-hmm. like another level where it can yeah. become a little bit lucrative. Yeah. It takes up a lot of our time. Right. And we're no longer as accessible as we probably were when we had an open mic or two to go to. Right. So now we're like trying to give it our all yeah. and see these things that we've been working on for years <clears throat> through to the finish line. And someone's like, we got to do a lunch. And you're like, that would be nice. I just don't know when. Yeah. And then they're like, tell you what, let's make it easier. I'll be at your show. 
and you're like, well, that's that's not easier. Let's do the lunch. Do the lunch. Uh, yeah, I at, always do the lunch. I'm thing. at work. When you, yeah. If if my friend's a lawyer and I'm like, dude, we haven't had a lot of time to talk. He's like, dude, I've been working on this case. I'm like, I'll meet you at the fucking office. I was in San Francisco last weekend featuring. Didn't promote it at all because yeah. we have our show to promote. Yeah. So I didn't tell anyone I was in town. Still had no time. I got a golf with Jesse. Yeah. I had to hang out with a couple other friends. Yeah. And I still was like, when do I get to like sit down and write? Yeah. And like work on my set for tonight. You do kind of want to focus for like. Yeah. Because it's like it's not just people are just like, well, you you do you know, you do like you're funny. You can do 25 minutes. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but that's not how I get better. I have to. That's focus. not how this craft works. <laughs> right. Right. You know, it's like I need the time. To work, so it was like I came back and I, you know, I was working on two new jokes. Yeah, but it's like in San Francisco is a different beast. That's yeah. where we started. Yeah, but yeah. like when I go to another city, it's you know, it's like okay, I have you know, and you start in L.A. with the writing. It's like I want to work. I want to try this stuff on the road. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't you know. just, I mean, we're complaining about the no, it's, the good part of this job, but it's it sounds it sounds <clears throat> negative, but it it also affirms like why we're not talking shit about anyone that doesn't have time for us. Like we do the b- joke yep. about Bill Bill Burr going no, no more, more words. words, no more yeah. words, and it's like oh man, you know, I could see someone interpreting that as oh they think he's an asshole. We don't, not I don't, all. not at all. I think he has to focus on his shit because yep. he's trying to stay or maintain the best comic in comedy status you know because that's it's not even just his livelihood it's like purpose is is, yeah. is involved in that too and i think what for me it's like when i get into a zone of writing and putting out new material yeah i don't want to fuck that up right it's like okay this is working right now you yeah. get into like the flow yeah. some people call it or whatever that is flow yeah. state yeah and it's like okay i gotta stick with this routine until i have my new hour because right new hour a hour <laughs> right 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 that is uh, new <laughs> yeah because uh yeah i mean it's just so hard to do and you can go and you can go if you fall out of that you can go six months without a new joke or right. any kind of growth right i just i'm the the main point i'm trying to make is there is no need for someone that is not into comedy really at all yes but knows you yeah to be there for you like that does nothing for you by yeah. then going like we should go I don't really, I'm not into comedy. Yeah. Or like, I don't like stand up that much. It's kind yeah. of annoying. Yeah. If, if but the Torio per- used to be a the, bus boy at and, our restaurant. And not even about us specifically. If you know a comedian and they've been doing it under three years, yes, go. Support them. Support them however you can. Yes. But meet and seats for sure. Yeah. If it's been three years, only go if you want to go. If you want to go. You. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because there's this energy, <clears throat> and I'm very sensitive to this of like, mm-hmm. oh man, I feel like I owe them my time mm-hmm. right yep. now and even if you do, it's, it's so fragile totally like the whole it's just like such a spider web of like sensitive bouncing yeah. egos and i've been there i've been hanging out at a thing where it's someone i'm kind of like damn look at them and they don't have time for me it kind of yeah. hurts a little bit more mm-hmm. than like an up-and-coming you know like a friend totally. that's like not very good totally. and i'm going to support them they don't have time for me it's like all right man i want to get I just out got of here big anyway. time yeah They're like we're not big timing anyone no no yeah uh don't yeah this I'm is, trying to sell vinyl. Re- I'm a vinyl record yeah, salesman after my yeah, shows. You think yeah. I don't want to do that? Yeah. Don't make me. 
I don't want you to witness me kind of be on. Yeah. You know, where it's like, hey, guys, thanks yeah. so much for coming. That's not me. It, like, totally. You know? I don't think it goes any away. It's just being sensitive to them having to focus and like do a good job yeah. because that's what this is all about is just doing a good job up there. Yeah. And everything is kind of like relying on that. Right. And I saw Neil Brennan have like a, a similar rant where he's like, I'm like doing a new TV show. And I got like cousins being like, dude, we got to come check it out. And I'm like, I don't, and then agent, like at that level, you also have like management yeah. and industry being like, dude, we're going to be in the dressing room because they want to be near the action, mm -hmm. see what deals can be made. And yeah. he's like, I don't want you in my green room, in my dressing room. I remember. With, he goes, with my cousin, just eating crudite, being like, killing it, buddy. <laughs> you I know, it's like, this doesn't yeah. prepare me. I remember when I first got the job at the comedy store, it was when... Uh, you remember I joked with you. You said this person's meeting so and so in the green room, and then so I oh, yeah. let them in the green room. And then I knew it was I knew it might not be a good call. So then I messaged you, hey, you you screwed me. I, I yeah, was fucking yeah. with Zach. I totally. was like, hey, I just got like written up because you told me you this told me this person could go in the green room, room. which wasn't the, it worked out, but yeah. it was like that could have gone either way. Yes, which is why I was like fucking with you. Yeah, but then. Uh, Bruce was telling me a story. He's like, "Hey, don't do, don't ever do that again." Because one time I let uh, Bruce Buffer, I've Bruce Buffer, story. into the Joe Rogan green room. And for people who he don't didn't, know, they stopped him, and he said, "Hey, Joe, Bruce Buffer's here. You want me to let him in?" First, right? you got to explain who people might not know who Bruce Buffer is. <clears throat> okay, go ahead. He's the guy that uh, is the announcer before big UFC fights. Who goes? It's, it's time. time. Like the voice of the USC of the USC. And Rogan was like, "Oh, cool. Just let him know. I'll see him after." Like, so it's not, you can't just assume just because they're famous, just because they're famous and friends that they're, yeah, that green rooms, it's a know, sensitive, sensitive place. You go it, out to do an hour. It doesn't seem fun. It's like when you're young and you're watching like, I don't know, movies where they go backstage and the bands just hang in. Yeah. It's not that. No. It's like, even when I've worked the weekend in the green room, mm -hmm. I'm like, I think I should get out of here. And I yeah. have every right to be in there uh -huh. as another performer, but I'm it's like... A, it can be tense. It's super tense. It's only cool if it's like, you know, if you're headlining and you bring in a feature and he's your butt, or like you and I are co-headlining. Totally. Then yeah, it's fun. We're having fun. And you can come hang. But and there's some vibes in the green room that are cool. If it's a couple of homies yeah. that are famous and you kind of are on that show and get to be a part of it, but don't talk much. Totally. You know? I, I, I was sitting in the green room with Jim Norton and uh and all his hookers the feature was joe tobin and he asked if his friend matt morales could come in who's who's another san francisco comic so matt comes in and we're all sitting there in like awkward silence yeah and they're talking a little bit and jim's just like on his phone jim hasn't really talked much to us sure and uh i just go congrats on the, he's like hey good to see you zach and i'm like good to see you too matt congrats on the commercials man that's awesome because he's been in like a lot mm -hmm. of tv commercials I'm like, get that money, you know? And he's like, yeah, you know, it's been like a good little uh, run. I've had like a few. And he's like going a little too he long into the commercial world. Mm -hmm. And I just see Jim just being like, <laughs> like eyes wide. Like, are you guys done with this fucking snoozer? <laughs> and I'm like, hey, this is not. And, I, and I'm just sort of going like, yeah, yeah, yeah. In my yeah, head, yeah. I'm like, let's get to the end of this soon. Let's get back to silence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I almost want to be like, let's go, let's go finish this one outside. Mm -hmm. And it's not that I had something cooler to say, but no. I'm like, they, he, now he doesn't like me. Now he doesn't like me either. Yeah, I'm sure it's fine, but yeah, no, it's totally. always uh, it's a tense vibe. I want to. Are you going to be that tense in the green room? Yeah, the guy that's just like I don't think so. Rolling his eyes, like 
Oh. Maybe. I am the kind of person. I mean, you I like, can't hide. I like Matt and Tobin, but I'm very much. Uh, you can't hide not. You I can't hide being over. Yeah, if I was a headliner and I'm in the club and then they introduce some guy and he. In that point, it seems like he's almost kind of bragging about commercials. Yeah. Which is something Jim Norton probably. Not only is he way above that, yeah. he probably hates commercial actor commercial people. actor people capitalism maybe <laughs> like, yeah, it seems like right. just an anarchist you know what i mean <laughs> right <laughs> just like here we go yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so anyways we're out of time damn dude anything you wanted to end on any final thoughts uh, let's see i did my testosterone what, if, what bit. if what if we gave sam a shout out i just spit a bunch of fake cum out of my mouth <laughs> <laughs> Just the whole episode, I had this capsule, but I don't. I'm not that good of a showman. It's just like <laughs> the weirdest fucking thing. I just go. Uh, this is my impression of a guy of a of the greatest magician ever committing suicide, and I just pull out a dagger. I slice myself across the stomach, and I'm like, "You can't survive this cut. This is a cut that kills." And then I go, "By the way, was this your car?" <laughs> <laughs> and I just pull out a fucking like bloody joker. <laughs> no, it was the eight of diamonds. 